Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we live, man. Uh, it's hump rough, day. Rough, rough sketch. Blog Talk Radio. Uh, com, you what's the difference between me and you? You, you. Shouts out to my man. What's the, the difference between me and you? You, you. She and the rapper, L.C. Uh, what's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Cause most opinions are different and let me be more specific Before you answer that in your head let this marinate Saying you real but love jacking people for bricks and chips And then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate On the people that did it and you in the same business that you got yourself in And that's like a pure jealousy and hate cause you love to do it But think nobody else will That's why I saw it in my head to do the thing that I feel that's more important to getting a gorgeous woman or flopping or having paper so long. If it feels you would get lost, and I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like the often. Cause nowadays it's rarely seen from CMC to do that quite often. So I sit back, enjoy life for every day that I breathe, and do this music till it's time for me to leave. You know, you talk about something flashy, and I talk about what I feel. Y'all, what's poppin', y'all? What's poppin'? It's the hump day, man. Can y'all hear me? 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 Can y'all h
about to go down today, man. It's been a lot of stuff going on in the city, man. A lot of stuff going on in the country, man. But hey, we here and I appreciate y'all for being here. Uh every Wednesday, make sure you check us out, man. 7 p.m. It goes down. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash L Divine Bay or Wealth Principles 101. Either way, that's the way you're gonna find me or you can call in. You can call into the show. Six five seven three eight three one five two eight. That's every Wednesday, man. So I'm gonna give you a little uh, background of what the show is gonna be talking about today, and I also got some guest uh, co-hosts is gonna be checking in with us, man. Um, y'all familiar with the Diddy Bob Blackstone and Diddy? Wait a minute, let me say it right. Let me say it right. Let me get it right. Get it tight. I got the Diddy Bob. The Blackstone, the Stone Black Diddy Bob Show. Y'all hip to my man P. Diddy and uh, my girl Stone Black. They're going to be joining us a little later on the show. We're going to get them on the line. But yeah, the topic today, we're going to be discussing what it is, do we need it, or should we create our own reparations? So we're going to get into the definitions, the whole nine and everything, man. But as always, before we get started into any information, we got to pay homage to all of our ancestors that came before us, man. So we want to pay homage to all of our ancestors that paved the way for us to do what we're doing today. And we all should be blessed to be in the time that we're in right now because we're able to say that we lived the revelation, the resurrection. We we can say we were living that, man. So that's a big thing. So let's give... Peace to all, peace to the gods, man. Let's say peace to the gods. <clears throat> We're gonna say assalamu alaikum to the NOI family. Islam to all my Moors. Shalom to my uh, Hebrew Israelites, man, and uh, everybody, man. That it, 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 look, it's just a greeting of peace, man. I don't want people to get in their feelings about. Some of the things that I'm saying is just a language barrier, man, and we gotta break that barrier. We gotta come into the to the family, to the human family. So anybody in the sound of my voice, man, if you have a drop of melanin in your blood, you are family, man. It's the human family we talking about. So again, peace to all our ancestors, man. We appreciate y'all for paving the way. Now, the topic of today. We might have to go into this a little slow, man, because I want to make sure I'll get some callers in here. I see we got about five, man. I want to have at least 10 to 15 callers on the line before we jump into this information because it's something that needs to be said. It's something that needs to be uh, brought to the table and a remedy, man. We always need a remedy. I don't want to bring up topics that we don't have a solution for. So that's the reason I bring up topics to the platform to see if we can come together uh, as a community and as a people to get a resolution. So if we don't have a resolution, um, we just gossiping. You feel me? So let me check out my Facebook Live and see who checking in on the Facebook Live. See, we got a lot of out-of-towners on the uh, the call so far. See my man Shane and Kevin, Kevin Jeffries checking in. I know that Jeffrey's that's fam right there. 
Y'all go ahead and share the uh, the lives, share the lives on Instagram, share the live on Facebook, or better yet, y'all can get on the phone, man, and call that number six five seven three eight three one five two eight, and you can be live on the air and ask me some questions. But if y'all got some questions on live, I check back and forth. I'm on my YouTube live, Facebook live, Instagram live. I check back and forth, and in the chat room on BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Elderbine Bay, and we're going to get some questions going. But as always, we want to go ahead and get it the mood right, man. I want to set the tone with a little bit of music in the background so we can get our mind right before we go into this topic. Y'all heard enough of the news, man, so I'm going to let y'all do that research on y'all own. But I didn't come to talk about the news or talk about the uh, celebrities of the day. I came to talk about these reparations that everybody's speaking on. It's a current event, but it's not, you know, it's not gossip news. It's it's a real topic, but I want to know how you feel as far as asking or demanding something from some oppressors that that never wanted to give us anything anyway, but if we have to um, ask for everything, usually the answer is going to be no. You just got to be a little little more we got to be a little more direct in our approach when we when we when we're saying we we're asking for something, we don't have to ask for anything, people. We don't have to ask for anything. We we just need to demand or claim what's ours, cause that's what it's about. We got to claim what's ours. We got to step into our own and do what we need to do to get what we got to get. Like I said, we're gonna be bringing on a couple of guest hosts. From the Stone Black Diddy Bob Show, and I'm gonna give them a call, or they might call in. However, if they get on the line, we're gonna introduce them, and we're gonna get them on the line for some uh, some Q and A, some feedback. So y'all stay tuned for that, and make sure y'all check their show out, man, on Tuesdays, Facebook Live, man. Y'all can check them out every Tuesday at 6 p.m. I, I was blessed to come across the page that popped up on my timeline. I jumped on there, and they they gave me a little little feeling because my girl uh, Stone, she was she was coming with it, you know. And I like that aggression, especially you know when you talking about something passionate is what she, what the topics they were talking about. And you know, my man Diddy, he been he been so cool his whole life. He he just was so laid back. But when he did speak, he spoke, you know. And that's what G's do. We don't have to say a whole lot. We don't have to do a whole lot. He he made his point known when it came to some of those topics. But then, you know, it wasn't too serious. It wasn't too, you know, overbearing with that. But it got to the point where, you know what I'm saying, it, it was it was fun. And that's how, you know, we are the dialogue with one another. So shouts out to <clears throat> my man, Diddy, and my girl, Stone Black. Stone Black and Diddy Bob Show. Y'all can check them out. Facebook Live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Okay, so before we get into the dialogue of uh, reparations and how y'all feel about it, you know, what is it? Do we need it? And should we create our own? Now, 
I'm going to give you the definition because I don't like to talk about topics where people might assume they know what something means or you be led by the media or somebody like that of what something means. So we're going to break it down and get the true definition of what reparations are. And then we're going to go from there. So I usually have a couple of sources because I don't want to go from uh, Wikipedia, none of them fake, you know what I'm saying? So this information is coming from the Black Law Dictionary, 5th edition. And we're speaking on the definition of reparations. So the definition of reparation is as follows. The act of making amends for a wrong. Compensation for injury or wrong, especially for wartime damages or breach of an international obligation. Now, do y'all feel we need compensation for all of the injuries <laughs> that we went through as a people? I mean that's 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 not really a question. I mean the answer is yes, clearly. But the only thing I have a problem with and you know I want y'all input on this as well, but the only thing I have a problem with the way that we're going about asking for reparations is like we're going to the master saying, "Master, you you should give us something for all of the the suffering our ancestors went through and I'm just not cool with that man that's that's my only gripe and that's why I wanted to talk about a little bit about that and then I wanted to apply it to you know us as a community um and my 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 listeners just uh, on blog talk radio you calling in or you listening uh live from the website I just want y'all to understand today I'm gonna be speaking just a little bit specifically about my territory where I'm staying in Ohio in the southwest Ohio more specifically Dayton Ohio so that's why I want to have my uh, co-host on today so I can get some feedback from them you know how they feel about you know the reparations and about what we can do in our community to change uh, you know the economic uh, or lack thereof in our community because to me, asking for um, a handout, it's cool if they give it to us, but come on, man. We got to be real. If they give us some money as a people in 2019 going into 2020, I, I'm telling you, I'm over 50 years old. And if I see this government give us anything that would even come close to equating the damages that, that our people have suffered I, I swear I don't know what I would do it, it just I just don't feel that they would even go into the little uh, fiat the fake money and give us some debits or some you know give us some credits and say here you go it ain't about that man it's about some land it's about our own, like what they promised our, our ancestors. They promised us something for seven years of labor, and we were supposed to get them 40 acres. And if they haven't got those 40 acres way back when, bro, imagine if your family go back 
for four generations or so in 40 acres, man. Just imagine what 40 acres is right now. We doing good if we got a house sitting on two or three acres. You talking about 40 acres? That land could stay in your in your family for, man, 50, 100 years and building off of that and whatever you chose to do with that land, whether it be farming, whether it be, you know, building your, your, your estate, you know what I'm saying, your family's estate. It, it's just it's just mind-boggling that they would dangle that little carrot in front of our ancestors say, keep picking this cotton, keep doing this, keep doing this, and seven years we're going to set you free with some some land and you can you can be your own person go for, yeah right okay <laughs> but i said all that to say this man you know it's good that people are, are are raising awareness because uh the minister has been speaking about it for a long time uh martin luther king spoke about it and when he started speaking about the reparations and coming to washington to get a check that's when they did my man, my brother, wrong. And that's why we lost him. Because he wasn't talking about have a dream. He was coming to talk about, we coming to get that check. Y'all gave all these other nationalities a whole lot of property, a whole lot of land to come over here and, and build. And, you know, they taught them how to uh, farm. You know, taught them all kinds of things. And y'all can Google uh, or YouTube some of the videos. I post a lot of that information. Some live speeches from uh, Dr. King uh, when he was at that turning point. He actually had sat down with the minister, uh, the Honorable honor Elijah Muhammad, and they had a conversation. And I think he, you know, dropped a couple, you know, bugs in his ear. And he did some research and he came back. With a whole another attitude, like Martin was like, I swear, it's on some of my social media pages. But those of you who do who know how to research, just Google YouTube, do something, and, and find that clip of uh, Martin Luther King when he was saying, "We coming back to get our check for the reparations." So, again, those of you joining me on the late side, I really. You know, wants to get usually give about 15, 20 minutes for my audience to get in here because I got some people on the West Coast and some people overseas to check out the show on Wednesday night. So uh, let me take a look in the switchboard. So I think, I think my homegirl on here, I see an Atlanta number. And hold on, let me make sure. That's my homegirl. I might call her to the front in about five minutes so I can uh, let her introduce herself and the movement that her and my man Diddy got y'all bear with me for a second I gotta check and make sure cause I got some Atlanta fan base but I wanna make sure this is my people so y'all give me a second hit me with some likes man uh, on my YouTube page Facebook live hit some likes some love and share because when you do that when you interact not just if you're not just looking if you're interacting that's when Facebook pops this this live up a little more frequently on people's timeline. So we got to get the interaction. Y'all need to know the protocol on how to get the words and the messages that we put out here. And I want y'all to do that as well when y'all tuning in to the Stone Black and Diddy Bob show. Yeah, it's, it don't take you nothing but hit about four or five likes, man. That just generates the energy and then they can push the live a little bit more on the timelines. So when they see some interaction... Then they give up that that love. So 
Shouts out to my man, Sanford Duncan. I see you. You in Ohio. Okay, I'm going to have to get up with you. Shell Shock, what's good, family? Uh, who else on here? Give me some likes, man. My man Kevin, my man Shane. Yeah, because as soon as y'all hit some like buttons, man, that, that, that'll get them turned up a little bit, and they'll start sharing it a little more. Okay, let me see here. I think this is my home, bro. I just locked her number in. Let me see. Nope, that ain't her. But we do got ATL checking in. So, shouts out to the 404. Appreciate you for checking in. Um, also, the people that are streaming live on Instagram, Facebook, or my YouTube page, man, I need y'all to just click over real quick. Y'all can jump on back on the live, but click over real quick. If you got another browser open or something, go over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Divine Bay and just hit follow. If you do that, you'll get a notification a couple of hours before I start my show. I usually do my shows on Wednesday at 7 p.m. and on Saturdays at 1 p.m. Just to let you know, not that I'm bragging or anything, but I, I, I like to let y'all know what you, you know, what you're coming into because I've only been doing my show now for, it's been about three months. So I'm three months in and I got five countries checking me out. Now, the countries that's checking me out, I'm pretty sure most of them are, are people that are in the military. They kind of follow me and, you know, they may be overseas. I know my man, Daquan. Shout out to DC3, DC for three. He's uh, playing ball overseas. So I know he checks out the show every now and then when he's over there on some free time. So it's a lot of people getting this information man and once you know we continue to bring the information to them it becomes a little more of a of an expansion so if you can understand the dynamic of a show just a podcast because we on iTunes as well if you go to a podcast and just search Well Principles 101 you can listen to us on iTunes all of these shows are, are recorded you can listen to them you know over you can download some of the shows and kind of listen to them on your own time but uh some of the topics that we've been talking about, man, is so detrimental and so crucial at the time that we're in. We really need to uh, take self-inventory because this information and the, the platforms that we provide for you, they're not going to always be here. I'm just going to be honest because a lot of uh, people get their pages shut down just because we're speaking the truth or speaking our mind. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be in a, a country that's the land of the free. But a lot of times it's only free if you watch what you say. So freedom of speech ain't free always, y'all. And um, I don't know if I mentioned it on my last show, man, because we've been moving around, traveling a lot. So let me give a big shout out and a rest in peace to my man, Nipsey Hussle. And everybody that's been pouring out mad love to that to that dude, man. He, he His spirit was definitely here and he had something on him y'all if y'all understand what I'm saying that dude had a lot of love in a time where people ain't doing nothing but hating so he was in the jungle man and you know they had so much love for him out there you know it was amazing just to see the love but see he got that love when he was here and you know what I'm saying that's that's what's important he got he got and he gave love while he was here so when he when he did depart from us, you know, people were really impacted. You know what I'm saying? Some some people come into our our, our life 
and they leave a, such an impact, man. It, it, it's just amazing how much that positive energy goes out. It's reciprocated, but it's not reciprocated enough while we're still here. So, not to get too deep, I just wanted to pay a little homage to, to my man, NIP, RIP. Now we got that out the way. I'm kind of curious to see who this is on my uh, in my switchboard on 404. I thought my girl, uh, Miss Stone Black, was checking in. This might be her. She might have multiple numbers. I'm going to let me turn my my background music down just a tad bit. I want to open up the line real quick. 404 area code. Last four digits is 6457. You on the air with Blog Talk Radio, Elderman Bay? Who I got on the line with me? Yeah, this is Naj, man. What's going on? What's going on, family? I ain't not, man. Saw the title, so just wanted to check in for a few and add a little bit of what I know to it. So, you know, let me know how you how you going to run it or when you ready to get into it. But uh, got some, some things I think I can add that might change some people's minds. Hey, I'm definitely open, family. That's what this is. It's a little more of a Q&A session and... Uh, you know, I just wanted to make sure people understood what the uh, the legal definition of reparation was, and then we can get into the regentrification and the community leadership and holding the government accountable, you know, for those positions that they're holding. So we have to start standing up and speaking about those issues in our own community. And then if we have a network, you know, that stretches across the nation, then when we bond together, we can really change some things and, and, and start making these people understand, like, we're not going to continue to to, 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 to to deal with, you know, being treated less than. So go ahead, man. I'm, I'm interested in hearing what you have to add to the show. Yeah, well, uh, I guess the first thing and most important thing is uh, when you talk about reparations, it, it's not something that's just beneficial to the people who uh, would be receiving the money. It's also, and whatever assets, it's also beneficial to the host nation which is trying to figure out a way to, uh, I guess, put genocidal crimes within the past. And when you look at the reparations bill that went between Germany and Israel, what you see is uh, before they accepted it, it was a huge fight in Israel. Uh, Some people said, "You're, you're taking blood money for the death of our ancestors. Other people said, no, we can do some things with this. And now to this very moment that we're speaking, uh, they've received over $89 billion in compensation from Germany. Uh, they were able to build their electric grid, their Navy, multiple uh, industries and institutions within Israel with that money. And then the other part of it was if they could directly show that they are, they're a, a descendant of someone who was in the Holocaust, then they could privately sue as well. So it's just it's, there's the group part where you're able to, you know, get your piece from a, uh, the group settlement. And then there's, if you can, you know, prove lineage, uh, you know, next to the crimes that were committed by uh, the side that's paying reparations, you would get that money. Now, how does this work hand in hand? Germany is now one of the biggest exporters on the globe when it comes to goods. Why? They were able to clean up their reputation somewhat. So they got rid of all Nazi regalia, the idea of uh, Hitler, uh, being something that was looked at as, you know, a German thing. They repudiated that, and now they're able to do commerce worldwide in a way 
that would have been hard for them to do years ago. Now, when you start talking about the American side, uh, the two global powers right now, sorry, I'm out of breath. Now I'm trying to run up these steps. But uh, China and Take your and time, America, brother. Take your time. We ain't in no rush. We got a two-hour show, yeah. so take your time. Okay, so whenever you see America go after China about human rights violations and things like that, uh, then Amer- then China immediately goes after America for their treatment of black people. Uh, they show the videos of uh, police shooting black people in the street. They show these nowadays when China's trying to get into markets that the U.S. has previously controlled. So when you think about what reparations are, the U.S. <laughs> won't be doing this because they're nice or because they they want forgiveness. It'll be, uh, you know, a whole lot of self-interest at play there because as the world gets smaller with globalization and these people are competing for markets, public relations is going to be very, very hard to deal with for them. So to get past their path of genocide and everything else, they're going to want to say, hey, we paid restitutions. We've uh, given these people the money to build institutions and all of the things that we promised and reneged on. Uh, we've been able to pay it, similar to, you know, what they did with the Japanese after internment, which was paid out in the 80s. So as far as reparations go, if any people ever had a case for reparations, uh, the people on this soil have the best case as far as us. It's a question of if it's uh, willing to be done. So my thing is this. If you don't agree with it, you know, you know, don't don't work on it. <laughs> but if you do think it's something that's important, and it could be a generational transfer of wealth that we could turn into power, then, you know, put, you know, put your time into Incobra, ADOS, any of these, you know, different groups who are advocating for it. Because right now, all we're talking about right now is just the study of it. Like, it's not going to happen by 2020. By 2020, the most you could, you know, hope for is H.R. 40, maybe being discussed and figuring out, okay, how do you implement this? How do the payments work? Who is eligible? And how many eras are we talking about? Because if anybody's talking about reparations, they're just talking about slavery. They're out of their minds. We're talking about slavery, Jim Crow, Reconstruction, uh, right. the drug war, mass incarceration. Like, we're talking about decade after decade after decade. And that's why this number, you know, gets into the trillions when you're talking about what has to be paid back to black people. So the people who aren't interested, hey, I understand. My whole thing is do no harm. Let the folks who are interested go forward. But uh, I, I, I got to question people and I say, what, what would the state of Israel be without that $89 billion plus uh, that they received from Germany, which allowed them to become a modern, new, uh, I guess you could say, world-class state now, even though they got their, you know, gener- genocidal crimes going on right now. But as far as the money that they received, that they were able to turn into power, uh, that's a that's a serious thing. So I, I look at it from that standpoint. But just look at every case in the past, and you'll see the people who've received it uh, have received nowhere near uh, the treatment that black people have received in this country. So, like I said, if anybody should get it, it should have been us. Period. So we'll we'll see going forward, man. But uh, good yeah, conversation I, you having as far as this show. Yeah, I, I mean, I I absolutely agree with everything you said, and you brought some very very informed with chocolates to the table. See, a lot of times when we get to discussing some of the things that you were speaking of, like the HR 40s and things of that nature, it might be, go over a little bit of some of our heads, but that's why we need to do diligence 
and learn about these things. We can't we can't just, you know, sit back and see somebody on a talk show, not necessarily this format, but on TV. Some, you know, they 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 striking up the conversation in social media. Some people are going to the um, you know, challenging the government about it. But a lot of a lot of us is just, you know, we 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 we're talking about it, but I know of some some uh counselors, some some actual organizations that's that's got things in place where they're they're filing suits and uh slapping UCC ones on people and a whole lot of things, but it's gonna take next to a miracle for them to really do what they should do. Um I know they're well, big well, things. Well, they, they... I don't know. Be, be slow with saying close to a miracle because just think about this. We're lucky in the U.S. to get 3.5% growth. You get 3.5% growth in GDP, Trump is bragging. Oh, we got 3.5%. China and India are getting eight and a half a year. They're expanding. They're becoming, you know, world powers. They're industrializing. And that's why you hear all the green talk now because the people who polluted everything are now telling the people who are catching up that uh, you, they need to think about the environment after they trashed it for decades. But competition will, will breed some, some strange friends. So as the U.S. sees China steady rise, think about it. China has a, a population of over 1.5 billion. They have the capacity to have a middle class bigger than the American population. You see what I'm saying? So when Absolutely. that's your competition, you see, <laughs> like, I know they don't want to do it. And I'm, I'm fully in agreement with you on that. Like, ain't nothing moral about them doing it. Like, I'm, I'm fully in agreement with you on that part. But, you know, I, I just, I'd be careful about never, because you never know how far these people are willing to go to stay number one, uh, knowing that they got this giant uh, following up behind them uh, who might be pushing them off the top of the hill. Yeah, yeah, you definitely right about that. And and they the they they want to perceive to everyone that they're they're this, you know, <laughs> free and equality like they don't want they don't want to show the dirty little secrets that they've been hiding all this time. But see, it's time now. It, all of the, the the veil is being torn. So all the scrolls like if you even see the how the pope is moving around, he's just mm-hmm. opening up everything because it's time. We was only supposed to be suppressed for so long, and now it's time for us to come back and state our claim. But we have to stand up. We have to wake up. We have to be knowledgeable. We can't keep, you know, doing the same old same, expecting these results to change. We gotta lift ourselves up as a people. We gotta start reading more. We gotta we gotta do some history. We gotta check out the history so we can make sure we don't fall into that same trap. Right, right. I agree. And and then the idea that okay. If just because the reparations thing is moving, that don't mean you stop all the other stuff you had going. Everybody who's trying to start small businesses, educate children, and all of the things that we've done just based off the black radical tradition that raised us, that made us, made it possible for us to be here despite them doing everything they could for us not to be. And Dr. Uh, Dr. Craig Carr says the people who cannot be killed, even though they tried their damnedest. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> The fact that we still here, we, we cannot forget all of the do-for-self stuff that is necessary, too. We can't just think, oh, we're just going to hit this Hail Mary and that's going to be that. No, nah, no. Nah. Keep all of that moving, too. So salute to you, brother, for your show, man. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I'm going to pull up my computer and listen to this show because uh, this is a real good idea for a conversation, man. Okay, I appreciate you. And one more time, let the people know your name. Oh, it's Nas down here in Atlanta, man. 
Okay, Nas. I'm definitely going to uh, reach back out to you after the show and make sure uh, we can uh, connect because I will be in Atlanta this weekend for an event. And it's funny that you had brought up the whole German uh, thing. And, I, and I'll, I'll let you go. I'll go ahead and take the mute off. But if you want to, you know, respond to what I'm about to say now, that's fine. If not, I'll let you go ahead and log on and continue listening to the show. But it's funny that you mentioned Germany and, and their their growth and what they're we're, what they're doing. I'm uh, kind of semi-connected to that whole movement. And that's why I'm going to be in Atlanta. Because my company, mm. uh, we, we, we do, you know, we do financial consulting, uh, credit counseling, financial literacy. We, we do business financing. We, we do business development. We help anybody in any spectrum of finance or wealth. So having said that, I came into an opportunity where uh, people have to change their mindset about their savings, about their 401k and things of that nature. So we had an event here in, in our city to let people know that they could start saving their money from the paper fiat currency and they can transfer that into 24 karat gold and the gold to get shipped to your door just being a part of this 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 program so without getting into too too much of it I'm just saying I'm going to be in Atlanta this weekend and I can reach out to you and see you know what your schedule look like and hey we might be able to sit down have lunch or something or I might bring you to the event with me and you can see on a bigger scale of what I'm talking about. But I'm glad you put some input on the call, brother. Brother Nash from ATL, appreciate you. And I'm going to get back into Salute, some topics family. with the people. Thank you, family. All right. Sure. That was a good look. That was a good look. Shout out to the ATL, my man Nas down there. I'm definitely going to reach out to that brother. Let me check real quick in the uh, group chat and see anybody in the group chat on Blog Talk. Got any questions? Okay. I see my man Jay checking in. Jay no checking in. And we got a Singapore. I knew Singapore was going to be. I've been getting a lot of Singapore numbers, man. <laughs> and I'm glad I can look on here and see where my people are calling from. And the statistics show where the callers are checking in from. We got a couple of Canada people on the line, and that's definitely want to try and reach out to y'all before we get deep into this conversation. But um, not to get too far off topic, but my man made a lot of good points, and that's what this is all about, people. You may not know a whole lot about reparations, but if we bring a topic to the table and then we have some people that's well-versed in that topic you could learn a lot just by giving yourself an hour to tune into some of the stuff that we're talking about um because it's going to hit your door it's going to hit your door a lot of things that i talk about we dealing with every day now with the reparations it's something that a lot of people are not going to be willing to go to bat and fight for like my man saying but there's going to be a lot of people that do and the people that do will benefit for it if they do what they should do they should have done a long time ago. So, in lieu of the reparations, the title was Reparations. What is it? We answered that. Do we need it? Of course we need it. But the, the way that that question was phrased was, we can, we, can, we can use it, but do we need it? Do we really need it? 
or, or can we really get out here, like my man was saying, start building businesses, start getting your personal credit together, establish some LLCs and some, some business credit, establish some trust, some family trust, some private trust for, for your family, for your assets. If you have property, uh, vehicles, anything worth value, you need to have those things put in a trust because if they were are protected in a trust, then no one can penetrate that trust and just on paper take them. Now, we in America, shouts out to Childish Gambino, we are in America. So whether you have paperwork or not, America's known for being bullies. So they can come and take physically take anything they want if you're going to be docile and not fight for it. So, but on paper, if you are protected with your trust, with your assets and your trust, you can protect your 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 property and yourselves. My brother, uh, my elder, Taj Tariq Bay, uh, was at one of his seminars, and my wife, my empress, she posed the question, uh, what all can you put in a trust? He said, I advise you to put everything worth value in your trust, even yourself, even your babies. And when he said that, it kind of, I was like, put us ourselves in the trust. It just blew me like, well, no pun intended, but <laughs> it just threw me, not blew me. No pun intended, but it, it, it threw me a little bit. I'm like, so we can put ourselves in the trust? Like, how does that work? But then I got to thinking a little deeper, and I'm like, on paper, they still, you know, consider us as property. And I know a lot of that, you know, may go over your head, may not. Some of y'all might be a little uh, aware or conscious of what I mean when I say that, but on paper, y'all y'all can look some of this information up. It's no secret. A lot of the uh, the rappers have been trying to drop messages here and there. Uh, a former president was dropping messages, but see, things that y'all don't understand that they can't really speak about once they take those oaths and they go into uh, that arena, they can't say certain things bluntly. And outright because it, it could be some repercussions for that. But those of you who seek the truth will find the truth. So a lot of scripture and a lot of stuff that's in the Quran is telling you you just have to get a little deeper into it. Everything that you read is it's not, you know, face value. Some of these things is parables, some of these things is prophetic, like we reading those those scriptures thinking that that was happening then when all actuality a lot of that stuff is happening now but um yeah brother Taj Tariq was speaking on some things and and he's a Moor and if y'all are not familiar with uh Moors or the Moorish Americans and the movement do a little research on that you can look at uh some of my previous shows and get some some information on that but do a little research on the Moors. Do a little research on Taj Tariq Bay and uh, the importance of nationality and claiming your birthright. So, our president, former president, said that on his last address. Claim your birthright. And, you know, if you hear that and you don't move on it or, or even ask the question, what does he mean by that? You, you pretty much are still asleep. And that's why you hear a lot of people in the conscious community speak on being woke. And um, the first step of being woke is having knowledge of self. And once you have knowledge of self, then you want to you move 
accordingly to uh, correct your status. You want to be able to claim your birthright. You want to be able to be recognized in the human family as a human being and not as chattel property. A lot of us here in Northwest Amexum, North Amexum, uh, <laughs> call it what you want, North America, we know it to be Morocco. So a lot of us here on this landmass are still considered property just by the surname that we carry. And when I say surname, for those that you may not know, it is their last name. Now, our mothers and fathers, grandmothers or somebody like that, they gave us our first name. So our Appalachian name, our uh, they want to say Christian name, uh, our Appalachian name is given by, or our spiritual name is given by our, our mothers and fathers. And then they add this surname. Now, I'm going to give you an example of how they play these paper games and they keep us enslaved by misinformation. What's going on, Stone Black? I'm going to call you in probably about 10 minutes. Give me 10 minutes and I'm going to call you directly and I'm going to bring you in on the show. Okay. Real quick, let me let me jump into that. We're born. Our mothers and our fathers give us our our, our, our spiritual names, our, you know, and the surname is tagged on to us. Before those surnames were tagged on to us, we had a name that resonated with our ancestors, our land, our people, our God. So if we've been over here for however many years, decades, whatever, um, and some of our ancestors were slaves, the slave masters named you after them because you were their property. Now, they didn't set out to do that initially. That happened as a result of them having to, on paper, say that we were free so we could become citizens. Citizens. Not American citizens. Citizens. Because if we're property of our masters back in the day, they were citizens of guess who? They were citizens of the queen. So, ask yourself, if this is America, why do we focus so much attention and energy on things like the royal wedding? Now, I'm not knocking, you know, the royals and the way that they move and the way they do their thing, but we as a people, a melanated people, why we don't see the kings of, and queens of of Africa, of you know, our Asiatic people, we we we, we want to see that too, but we're not privy to see what goes on in those cultures because guess what? As property <laughs> of our slave masters, and we we carrying these slave names with us. We are falling under the citizenship of the queen. And then they ask, why do we pay taxes? Because those uh, 13 colonists that came over here and 
ran from the queen and started doing business on this landmass, they're still citizens of hers. So she said they're going to pay her taxes forever. So as long as they're doing business on this landmass, they got to pay her taxes. And my people on, on the Facebook Live, I'm about to uh, cut the live off and y'all can just jump in on the uh, actual call or go to the website at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Eldervine Bay. And I see my man Diddy on there. So I'm going to finish this this scenario up and then I'm going to call my man Pete Diddy and I'm going to call my girl Stone Black. We're going to get them on the call and we're going to plug their show and let them weigh in on the topic for the day. But we're about to get deep. So y'all can share this this Facebook Live and y'all can share it on IG Live. Because um, I'm going to say a few things that that, that Facebook ain't privy to hear So we're going to end the live And I'm going to get back with y'all On the live man But y'all can jump over To the uh, blogtalkradio.com Eldervine Bay Or you can call and be in on the show So 657-383-1528 Give me a call uh, Matter of fact Stone Black, you and Diddy Y'all, y'all call in man and I'm going to see y'all number pop up and I'm going to unmute y'all mic and I'm going to let y'all get in here and y'all can put some of y'all sauce on this show. So peace out, Facebook. Peace out, Instagram. Peace out. Well, I'm going to keep my YouTube live going. So I'm going to see y'all in a little bit. All right. So now, let me finish my scenario. What I was talking about in regards to us being born and us being uh, chattel property. Okay, so we continually having the name of our oppressors tagged on to us. So being property, it, it negates us from having certain rights. So the, the rights that we don't have, we don't have because we continue to carry on as if we're property of the master. So we we continue to, to to perpetuate this by calling ourselves Negroes, uh, Black, um, African American. There's nothing in the world called an African American. If you go overseas, or if you're at the airport, or if you you know you when they ask you, are you? They ask your nationality. A lot of us are confused because if we say we're black, they like black is not a nationality. So then we get into where we're at. We're African American. Some people at the borders gonna look at you crazy. They're like, look, are you African or are you American? Just flat out because we we seem like we're we're so trapped. Like we don't want to leave this mother. Like we over here terrified to go across the water to see what's really going on in the world and a lot of people once they travel abroad they see that the whole stigma of, of this fear was instilled by our oppressors they don't want us to leave they don't want us to go over there and hear the real if we go and ask questions abroad and they tell us what they know what their ancestors told them we will come back with a sense of pride and that's what uh, the prophet Noble Jurah Lee did. At the tender age of 16, he went to, to Egypt, snuck on a boat, just went. Went over there and got the teachings and got the knowledge, came back 
brought our flag, flag back home and declared his nationality, which started the Morris Science Temples of America. Now, we're talking about 1913. 1913, this man established over, what, 20, 30 temples, had about 3 million followers. And we're talking about 1913, guys. So, I, I need you to wrap your head around this. He has a Supreme Court document, United States Supreme Court document, that verifies that Moorish Americans have their nationality because he took it back to the peace treaty, the Treaty of Verona, where they agreed to have a friendship treaty saying that the Americans, the USA, were partner with the Moors and they formed an alliance, a treaty. Well, of course, they, 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 they played the paperwork game and ended up taking the land mask and, and, and trying to rename everything and, you know, the, the, the people that they call Native Americans or Indians, those was the Moors, y'all. So let's just be real. America was here before Europeans got here and the people was here before they got here. Some people did come over here from the slave trade, but a lot of that is exaggerated to make us think that they found this land and we were brought over here, but a lot of us was already here. A lot of our ancestors was already here. So, having said that, I don't want to dwell too too much on it, but a lot of reasons why we don't get justice and equality is because we are still strapped with the stigma of chattel property. So, I would advise some of y'all to do a little research and finding out how you can uh, claim your birthright. And like I said, do a little research on my man, Taj Tariq Bay. Do a little research on uh, more Science Symbols of America. They have some uh, good, great information to lead you on the, on the path to being able to claim your birthright and claim your nationality. So if you become an actual member of the human family and you become a Moorish American or however you want to claim your nationality. Some of us, most of us was born here. So the, the terms that they're throwing around in the media and social media, nationalists, things of that nature, this was originally United States of America under the Republic. What we are today is none of that. They are operating under a totally different code, and it's not the Constitution. The only thing that they have to abide by when it comes to the Constitution is when the Supreme Court is the issue. All these lower courts are under a totally different jurisdiction, and it's admiralty or maritime law. Y'all can look up some of the definitions, but that's why we can't get no remedy for a lot of things that go on as being chattel property still because we do not have rights. They they pacify us and give us court hearings so it'll look or appear to be fair, but in all actuality, they look at us like, you're no different than my dog, so you really don't have a right 
in a court of law because it's not really courts of law they're courts of of <laughs> of articles uh procedures policies these th- these these lower courts they don't really deal in law but that's another topic for another day let me do something real quick i want to call a couple of my people in here and get them on the line let me see y'all bear with me family i'm gonna see if i can get The queen on the line. Stone black. And I might have her get my man Diddy a call and get him on the call so I can get them both on here. I was hoping they would call in uh, themselves. That way I can just unmute their mic, but we'll get it together. So let's see if I can get my girl Stone Black on the line. Pick up the phone, Stone Hello. Black. Pick up the hey, phone, Stone hey. Black. What's going on? Can you hear me? Stone Black, can you hear me, love? Yeah. Okay. Hey, we hey, wanna make it. All right. I got I got it on the line, y'all. So let me introduce you to the show. So people uh, that are tuning in right now, y'all may or may not know. I gave him a little bit of a plug before we got her on the line. But before I get into that, I just want to see if she can get a three-way with uh, my man Diddy or if he can call in the show. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, look at y'all. Look at (laughs) y'all. I'm here. Okay. Well, I got the crew on here. Now I can introduce you guys properly. So, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. (laughs) To the Blog Talk Radio Show, Wealth Principles 101, I have the privilege to introduce to you today the stars of the Stone Black and Diddy Bob Show. Give it up for my man, Diddy Bob and Miss Stone Black, y'all. Give it up. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. What's going hey. on? What's going on? Nice What's to be on, here, family? man. Yes, thanks hey, for having me. Hey, I appreciate y'all for giving me a few minutes of your time. Basically, man, the topic that we're talking about, we, we got into the reparations and I started talking a little bit about going into the community leadership, regentrification, and holding these government officials accountable for uh, the positions that they hold. So before I get into that, I want y'all to go ahead and plug y'all show and let them know, you know, when you're doing your show and how they can reach y'all the whole nine. So I'm going to give y'all the floor. Okay, okay well, well, thank this you. This is you got Stone Black, and I'll let her do a little something for her. Yeah, again, this is Stone Black from the Stone Black Diddy Bop Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Me and Diddy Bop, we, you know, we go way, way, way back. You know, um, our family's real close and everything. And, you know, we've always been really, really good friends. And, you know, when we have these conversations and these topics that, you know, um, we just, you know, we we found a videotape. Um, Diddy, what was it from like five years ago when we were talking Maybe about it? Maybe five years ago. Yeah, yeah. So we have been just talking about it, and, and Diddy, you could tell them, you know, what really led us to go. Well, see, we, we, we yeah, we, we had an idea five years ago, Divine. We uh kind of we we'll show it to you one day, you know. And it was like we were just talking about things like we need to have these conversations live, you know what I'm saying? And one day invite people on and, you know, and just 
be real about what's going on out here, whatever the topic is, you know. Everybody is so sensitive, but we don't want to be sensitive. We want you to open up. You know, there's nothing wrong with having discussions about anything. So we used the platform, and we finally got on our, our live blog and, and started thinking about it, and we finally got on and got a nice response. And so there it is, Stone Black Diddy Bop Show, every uh, Tuesday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, tune in, join in anytime. We appreciate you, Divine, for having us on here. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, check this out. I'm going to uh, do, go a step further because, like I said, when I popped up on y'all timeline and I seen what y'all was doing, I was like, "Look, we definitely got to get them in the in the loop and in the uh, the Zoom." So when we get off of here, I want you guys to uh, to download the app called Zoom. Now, Zoom is a video right. app, and basically, you can do the free thing because y'all show is about an hour, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So with Zoom, you both of y'all can create an account, and it's a free account. Account, and they give you between forty-five minutes to an hour free. So you can use that free every day. You can use it for other business. But when y'all doing y'all show live on uh, on on the book, y'all can do be live on the Zoom at the same time. And what Zoom does, it basically lets people call in, and they can video conference. You can have control. You can mute their mics and everything. But they, you have that face-to-face interaction. So that that will definitely right. add value to your, you guys' show because that way they can all be seen and you can see all of them. Right. But you still have control to be able to monitor it. Yeah. And see that just it's, it's just an added bonus like and you can get up to like a hundred people on the on the Zoom at one time and then after a hundred then they, they want to charge you a little fee per month. But but I, it definitely just adds value to your show because you know how it is like if you Facebook live somebody and on your phone you can bring them on there with you. Right. Yeah. You you can do that with a hundred people. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, so you man. have faces lined up across doing your thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. You, you can. Like, Sounds good. You, yeah. Whenever you know somebody got a question or you want to bring them to the forefront, you can unmute their mic and then they'll come up and be the main person and then you'll be at one of the windows in the corner. But right. it's just something that I came across and I you know I added to to my my uh my paradigm because. I got a lot of people overseas that's checking in right now. Shouts out to right. Singapore. Shouts out to Germany, Canada, and shouts out to uh, I got a couple listeners in, in Japan. So a lot of the military cats, yeah. yeah, they listening. So once once those people, you know, they want to transfer and, and listen to y'all show. Hey, that's that's what it's about. We got a network, and we got to start using these platforms. Oh, definitely. To get, get done what we won't get it done. So. Anything on these topics, man, that y'all want to weigh in on? I, I don't want to keep y'all, but I want to do a I want to do a whole show with you guys once we start building up this this uh you know the following, and I can really let y'all do maybe a whole thirty minutes where y'all can just go in, you know. So we got we got them things definitely. on the table. We got those on the table. Yeah, but... so definitely. I I know I popped in. I didn't really hear the whole topic, but it sounded like. Were you talking about like the UCC financial statement and all that? Well, I mentioned a little bit about that, and I only mentioned that because uh, we were talking about reparations and how, like, you know, okay. a lot of people are, are are trying to get reparations for you know us from slavery, from Jim Crow, from everything that we've right. been through as a right. people, and you know, a lot right. of countries 
they've 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 given to their people when they know that they did wrong when it was an international crime and it's right. on the on the world stage those people have been taken care of financially some kind of kind of way right. even with the uh the holocaust <laughs> they 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 kicked right. kicked some bread now they just one of my callers uh, my man Nas he was calling in from Atlanta and he was speaking on uh, what's going on with Israel right now how Germany just cashed them out 80 something billion dollars so now mm-hmm. they're able to you know lift their country up and they mm. they're starting to become a little more you know stable they don't have to worry about a lot of stuff like food so just imagine yeah. if if America if America did what they were supposed to do and you know they told us the whole 40 acres and a mule you ain't got to give us 40 acres give right. us give us Give us two yeah. or three acres of peace and watch what we'll do with it. Own, oh, give us exactly. a whole, about, give us about eight or nine, let's just say 13 states like we gave y'all when y'all came over here with them 13 colonies. Give us 13 states and watch exactly. what we do. We don't, we don't need no, exactly. no, no interaction with y'all. If y'all don't want to interact with us, we built this country. Our ancestors built the country. So I'm pretty sure, you know, with the reparations and how they're going about trying to get that, that resolved, that's going to be a hard tooth to pull, but my man, he he made some good points because if they're doing it in other countries and we supposed to be America, this superpower, why aren't we giving us the melanated people that's been, we've been tormented and and dragged from day one. It's like, we still getting dragged. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's about control divine. It's, it's, it's it's that they don't want that. America is funny. They don't want, they want control. You know what I'm saying? Everything sounds good. But when you get to that constitution, like you said earlier, and all that's the laws that they put in before they considered us as even humans, which they still don't. You got to understand it's about control. Every move they make is about control. And like you said, if this is America, give us some reparations. What are you scared of? Give us some states. What are you scared of? So, you know, too, and you just think about it. If we as a people, if, you know, they know that we as a people are waking up, you know, with the Internet, you know, this is becoming a time where more and more people are becoming conscious. And they know that if it's just on a humbug, we if just one eighth of us came together and put our money together and did exactly what you were talking about and became self-sufficient, stood on our own like the old Black Wall Street, like the way we were doing it back in the day before they came and bombed it and torched it and everything else. You know, and ran people up out of their homes and businesses and destroyed what we have built. It could definitely be done again, you know. So it's just, um, I think it's awesome what you're doing, you know, sharing their awareness and everything of what, of, it's time. It's time, and we are doing that. But in the meantime, we need to keep on, you know, um, trying to unify us as a people so that when we do get what is owed to us, you know what I'm saying, we're prepared to do what we need to do with it. Right. Absolutely, and, and that that's that that was my whole purpose. And um, I know Diddy, both of y'all, y'all been knowing me for and can't even count the Whoa. decades. But but if Whoa, if, if, I just had, <laughs> if I just had <laughs> half half the time back that I had put into you know entertaining and trying to get on with with, with them Jews, and they could call it what they want. It uh, is what it is. Trying to get on with those record labels and, and, and get that deal to get up out of you know our situation, our bonded situation. Because at the end of the day, we right. all are talented. We all have talent. We all are. We 
We just some talented individuals. But that was like our lane to get out. You know, some people had sports. Mm -hmm. Some people had talent, you know, as far as music or whatever. Those were the only lanes that we saw that we could really get out and really do something for our people. Now, I'm educated. I got a couple of degrees. But look at at how, how even that is structured. If you go to school to get a degree... Where you gonna owe a hundred thousand dollars to get a job on, to man. pay back that money? And is I mean, you're not gonna ever be in the position where you're gonna be wealthy. You're not gonna. They don't teach you stuff in school exactly. to be entrepreneur. They teach you just enough to go work for them and their ancestors. So just unlearning everything that we learn coming up and trying to teach our kids our curriculum and, and things that they need to learn. That's why I came up with my my company, Wealth Principles. Because if I'm like, okay, if I teach my kids in in elementary, junior high about credit, if I teach them how 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 to 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 start a business, like my my daughter, uh, my sons, I got all of them starting nonprofits. They starting for profit business. They going through the process to create an LLC, getting an EIN number, uh, understanding what a net thirty account is. Dude, if we were taught this in school, in high school, when we left out of high school, we should have been starting our own businesses while we were in college. If we wanted to go to college, we could be in college and be running some businesses. Imagine all of the time we wasted chasing this so-called American dream when we could have been being taught the real. You know what I'm saying? We got to get our own schools. And I ain't talking about charter schools, not to knock them, but... When you go right. through any state state regulated thing, they want to tell you what you can and what you can't teach them. Exactly. So, you see what I'm saying? But if we put our funds together and we we have our own schools and teach our curriculum the way we want to teach our kids, because that's the enemy. Our kids. story instead of yeah, his, his story. story. You know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. And see, that was my whole thing, man. It's like, if we could just get the finances together to where we can start making moves like this, then we don't have to be governed by anybody. We can govern our own selves. So these people that's downtown, that they're sitting up there getting those checks and not really doing nothing for us, they do for for the people exactly. that come to the meetings, the, the, the higher tax bracket people. If they paying more taxes in this side of the town, they're going to focused attention over there meanwhile the, right. the the people over here in the ghetto we just gonna let them deal with it the potholes in the street tearing up everybody's car man you can't go nowhere no more around this damn city without dodging a pothole bro this is ridiculous man oh my god i just seen it i just seen it and divine like you said this is my thing we as a people have to buy into it we would have bought into it a long time ago if they taught it now they're but this media stuff is going on. It's, it's spreading our people even more. You know, when we, like how you talking real? How many people will we really get to gravitate towards that? This is what I told some people. We got so many ways that we can affect this America. Think about this. You got so many people in positions of our melanated color who are afraid to stand up because they are in a position. Okay, I got this job. I can't stand with my wrestling people because I can't lose this. If we all took that stand together. It would hurt America. If, if football players say, look, this guy makes 300000 a year. I make $15 million a year. 
Let's all of us say, hey, I'm going to pay your salary and walk away for the year. All of us just leave. And, and you can make an effect that people are scared to do that. Just think if you took 20 millionaires that are black and you put, they, they all got 20 million a piece of hundred. All y'all get together, put 20 million together and start forming something because you're strong enough to do it now. And see, that's, that's and if where... you do that and start unifying, they're scared of that. Absolutely. That that's that's the thing. And so when you get to talking about uh the minister and how he's trying to bring everybody together under a fold, he like, I don't care if you're Christian, Buddhist, I don't care what right. your religion is. He like we need to come together right. as a people and, and show show these people like you know, the black dollars the way they say we spend between yeah. three to four trillion dollars a year. Oh my lord. We, that, and we ain't even us. got it like that. We don't got it like that, but see, that's the thing. They invest you know their what? money. Go ahead. You know, I was listening to something earlier, and he was saying about how, you know, we claim we don't have enough money to, you know, like like Diddy said, come together, you know, um, 20 millionaires. But when the Black Panther movies dropped, we gave Disney a billion dollars. What was it? Plus, in a week, like a weekend or something. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's yeah, highest, priority. one of the highest grossing selling movies of all time. Why? Because we as a people we never seen us on on the screen in that capacity. Right. In we never position, seen that before. In a position like that, right? And and instead of you know learning from that and saying you know we can be that again, you know we can be strong like that, and then taking next week's money and putting it all together, you know we just enjoyed watching it, and then we went back to buying Jordan. Hey. Speak on it, sister. Right. <laughs> Speak on it. But see, that's why. <laughs> that's why with, with 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 the with the platform that I have with the wealth principles, uh, and I'm, I'm gonna plug myself. Shameless plug. DivineWealthPrinciples.com. If you go to my website, you you will see that I, I don't just do credit repair. I don't just do taxes. I don't just help businesses get started from A to Z. I, I'm trying to teach people how to start their own business so they can show their families and they they friends how to start their own business if i help you prepare your credit i, I don't just want to do it for you i want to teach you how to do it so you can show your family you can repair your your brothers your sisters your your aunts and everybody so if we just did that alone and got everybody's credit to between seven and 750 we could demand loans we can get credit lines we could we could do i got so many people in position right now where they're able to get hundred, two hundred thousand dollar credit lines. These ain't loans. These is just credit lines. I got a couple of cats that got American Express business cards, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, where you can take seventy five thousand cash off of them in advance. Exactly. But it's like when you got that kind of liquid cash, you can make other kind of moves like buying real estate. Who who would have ever thought you could buy a house? Off of a credit card that is what OPM, other people's money. That ain't your money. You just qualify yourself credit credit worthy, and they extend that amount of credit to you. Whether you know they they probably ain't gonna give no no personal no hundred some thousand dollar credit line, but you can get about twenty five to fifty because I've helped people get personal right. credit cards. All you have to do is establish an LLC, go through my steps to to become business credible. And they will give you this money, bro. 
for your business. You ain't got to go mm-hmm. in no bank and ask for no right. bank loan. You can get a credit line from Chase, from American Express, from Wells Fargo. Not to plug them, right. but I'm saying they, they extending that credit. And if you get that credit, exactly. you can take that credit and buy some property cash and own the deed. If you cho- choose to pay that credit card back, that's good for you. If you choose not to, hey, it's just going to go on your business credit. And then guess what? You can file bankruptcy. Exactly. The same thing that they're doing, they playing paper games. They, they do playing all the time. Bruh, they Donald play Monopoly with a, us. A beast at it. But they've been playing Monopoly so long, and we ain't even we ain't even on the board. We ain't even right. on the board. And it's exactly. You're right. They, You're right. They set, it, they set the game up. To, to show us what we doing Definitely. and what they're doing. All we're doing is going around the board waiting to collect our money when we pass go. That's the first in the month check. And then yeah. we're going to jail. Parking yeah. fees. Going to jail yeah. for this. Child wow. <laughs> Bruh, I, it, it's a game. But see, check this out. I've been privileged to meet this young yeah. brother. His name is Derek Grace. You can look him up. Derek Grace too. He has a curriculum called Unlearn and Relearn where he's doing what I'm talking about in Florida, and he's killing it. When I say killing it, this dude got four best-selling books and everything. He's he's like 32. Young dude. Got tats all over his face. He used to gangbang, but he done came out of that, and he's doing what I'm trying to do here. But it's crazy because we met right. while I was trying to do my thing. He was doing his thing, and I'm like, this little dude is already done took off. He's building schools. He got his own board game called in-home banking and it's kind of similar to the monopoly format but he's given this game that i'm telling you in the game so as you playing the game you learning how to how to uh you know get 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 yeah. your credit up learning yeah. how to, that, you know, to, to buy buildings buy business and so it's it's teaching us because we learn more with the music or you know a game we can learn those things easy we can learn repetition but if we give a person a book a lot of us ain't we we we're not gonna read a book to learn something. But if you put it to music and you put exactly. it in the movie and they can watch it, we can retain it better. So when he came exactly. up with that, I said, Cool. And he he's selling the game for ninety nine dollars and he done sold ten thousand of them. Bro. What? Did you hear me? Ten thousand times a hundred. Do the math. That's a milli off of a board game he came up with sitting down in the living room with his kids. That's all right, man. You said board game too. That's 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 all right, and it doesn't take the skills that to plug it up, anything like no. that. You know, no. and like you, said, oh man, that's that's change. That's good stuff. But y'all look the cat up. His that's name is Derek stuff. Grace too, and two is spelled T W O. And you just pull him up, man. You are gonna see all the stuff he's doing. I can go on and on about him. I'm, I'm I'm partnering with that cat. I'm trying to bring him. And a couple of other my, my mentors to the city in June. June 22nd is going to be a big event here. It's going to be talking about nationality, uh, uh, networking, business development, creating a uh, hundred black entrepreneurs here in our city. And we're trying to do that right. Right. all the way across the, the damn country. If we can get a hundred black entrepreneurs in every city, that'll be a black Wall Street for your ass. Right. Exactly. Yeah. See, we have to that's, support that's those right We have to be able to support those businesses and keep the black dollar in our community more than an hour. Cause like our money don't stay. Right. Oh, we it's gone. We don't see none of that money recirculating. Oh my goodness. So 
a lot of these topics that I'll be talking about, man, I, I got some heavy, heavy stuff on some of these shows, but today I really wanted to kind of dive into the to, to, to what's affecting us right here in our city. So the community leadership, the whole FBI thing. And when I say FBI, I don't, I don't mean the, the FBI, FBI, I mean the faith-based initiative that they put out there when George W. Bush was in office. Because the question kept popping right. up to me, me and a couple of other people's minds. We kept saying like, "Damn, yeah, man, they killed Trayvon. They killed this dude. They killed, they killed the the cat up in uh in Beaver Creek. They killed Kylan. Like, where right. are the pre? Where are the churches, man? Where are the leadership? Why ain't they in the street with us? Because well, you know what you know what's going on, though, don't, don't you, Divine? I, I they are financed by the government, and you can only do so much. And they can't get that money if that, they, you know, interrupt the change. Now, see, so look, they got that. our churches. <laughs> so what? Yeah, man, hey, and see, but see, but, but think about how strategic they are, because if you go back 20, 30 years, who was leading the marches? The church. Right. Yes, yeah, the church. And see, that was so powerful, they brought it down. Right, and see, they didn't bring it down. They sold out, and that's what. That's why. We we'll put it like that. Same thing. It, it is what it is because if you don't take they hand out, that gives you a, the power of what of that sword. You can say what you want to say, and they can't silence you. That's why they can't stand exactly. the minister because he don't take no handouts from the government, and he can say whatever hell he want to say, and that's why they don't like him, and they don't want people coming to his teachings now a lot of people's like man i'm you know i'm cool on the uh, the nation but bro what other organization that's got a military that has their own bank they got have their, their own, own food have their own they food got, right they got their own farms like they they grow their food they got they own farms they don't deal with with the government at all so when you become self-sufficient and you govern yourselves you don't need them for anything so it's it's amazing. The government said people, that's radical. They they could call it what they want, but if we don't want your handout, and what you know, is but that, that's and that's check this out, like what own. you said. Let me tell you something, Divine. I've been saying this for years. I've been telling people if you look at that race, they don't care if they are atheists. They don't care what they are. They stick together. See, Absolutely. when you get all these separate preachers around here, why? This is, this is how I always felt. If this preacher does this, if this preacher preaches this, if this preacher preaches that, if you all are for the same cause, why can't you just get together for the same cause? If everybody's for the same cause, why can't you get together for the same cause? That's why we don't have what we had when uh, when Dr. Martin Luther King was here. Now, he was a pastor, but he would go, and when he would come in the city, all of the pastors bonded together. All of the churches got behind it because exactly. that was that was the exactly. only unification that black people had. It was the church and it was the gangs. Period. Right. Right. But when we don't got no leadership, then we got a bunch of uh, uh, aimlessly, you know, a couple people over here wanting to say something, a couple people over here totally against it. Everybody want to continue smoking, drinking, kicking it. Woo, woo, woo. It's like, bro. We don't have no leadership. So somebody made no. a post. I think, I think it was Ty Supreme. He made a post. He says, "What what's keeping the black community down? So, you know, there was a lot of comments on there, and I chimed in, and I said, I said, uh, economics, lack of economics and financial literacy, 
and leadership. I said the churches sold out. I'm like, they are the new FBI with the faith-based initiative. Man, you you just don't know how many people inboxing me talking about you can't say that. Man, somebody somebody went on there and said, um, the Potter's house in Dayton International do more for this community than anybody on this timeline. I said, dude, I'm not knocking what they do good. All I'm saying is, where's the leadership when some a black kid gets shot in Dayton and no church comes out to speak out to to lead the people? We need leadership. And I've been saying the only people that was on the front line was um, Michael Wright, because he a lawyer, Tommy mm-hmm. Owens, Marlon Shackleford, uh, and this dude from Southern Christian Leadership, and uh, Derek Forward from the NAACP. I'm like, where was the pastors, yeah. man? Where was the churches? All the church, it's a church on every other block in this damn city. They got them scared, <laughs> and that's what's so crazy. Like, what are y'all scared of, man? Like, like you preach every day, what are you scared of? See, they got them more scared now than it was before. What are you scared of? Yeah, man, man, at least before they was burning crosses at the church. They it, they really yeah. had something to be scared of. You ain't got nothing to be scared of. All you got to be scared, scared of, of now is that damn check not hitting that box. It's like, come on, bro. Come on, you got to be real about this. Right man. now, they are um they, the the social media they are upset with because. Things are being taught, you know what I'm saying, through social media freely. They can't stand Zuckerberg right now. They they want to put some regulations on everything because he is. we can use our platform. And if everybody uses the platform, like I told somebody on our show, I told him, if, if you sell apples and he sells uh, muffins, why don't y'all just work with each other? Okay, you don't sell what he sells. So let's just buy into everything that we have for each other. You know, you got a platform. I love it. I love that you have us on your platform. And we want to do the same. If everybody has a platform, everybody hears everybody. That's right. And it's about the message. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you're really about the movement and the uplifting of our people, we as a people need to support each other, not hate each other. Exactly. Anybody that's out here trying to make any kind of noise, it's like, Get the get the conscious community together, and then we'll wake up the rest of them. But we got to band together exactly. so the people that are woke, and even if you're just a little work, if you're just peeking, it don't matter. It's it's something in your DNA from the, our Creator that it's time when we we hear we know our Father's yeah. voice, man. So when we hear yeah. our Father's voice, we start to wake up. And if if they can keep us from hearing the truth, that's why we've been still sleep this whole time. Everybody think the resurrection is, is a physical death. No, it's a mental it's a mental thing. Once we wake exactly. up mentally, we exactly. will be resurrected and we will have heaven on earth because exactly. we will start living like we supposed to, like the kings and queens that That's we are. Right. I say that. So hey man, look, I can go in all day, but I ain't I ain't even really Oh, we can too. I love it. But Yeah, but you see, know something quiet. <laughs> Yeah, but I but I, I loved your passion on that. When I popped in, I don't know what you was talking about, but you you were speaking from <laughs> from the heart, and I was like, "That's what we need to see." Yeah, yeah. But see, that's what yeah. our, our little girls need to see. They need to see a strong black woman speaking about something that's 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 pertinent. Uh, I mean, yeah, man, right. we all like yeah. to see him uh, twerk every now and then, but come on, bro, that's all you see. Come on, <laughs> that's all. That's right. We got to get him back, man. We got to get right. him back. 
But see, we got to get them young. We got to get them young because they're learning that bullshit young, and that's all they know. These kids don't know. And guess what, Divine? We got to get to these younger parents, even with that. These new girls having these new babies, we need to start teaching them getting to those people right then. You know what I'm saying? On on getting some morals and raising your child and, and, and getting your life together. Bruh, I'm glad you said that. Guess what just passed today in Ohio? What? The heartbeat law. What that is, now, what's is basically, that about? they passed a law today. It just has to go to the Senate to get signed off on. In Ohio, if this goes through completely, abortion is a wrap. If the, the, if the fetus have a heartbeat, they have to have that baby or it'll be against the law to terminate the pregnancy. Right. Wow. The heartbeat law. Wow. <laughs> that wow. just happened today. Like, I'm, I'm wow. so, so on point with, with what's going on. And, and the kids is out yeah. here having these babies and, you know, going and having these abortions. They don't have a clue. They could go to jail if they try and go to one of these clinics and that baby's heartbeat is beating and they try and go somewhere else and do it. It's going to be some back alley abortion shit going on again, bro. Because we not educating yeah. our kids. Yeah, that's going to turn into an involuntary. Right. It's going to turn into a manslaughter or whatever bro. they call it. It's going to be a charge. Dude, mm, they mm, are mm. doing everything in their power to 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 put handcuffs on our kids' brains. Like we want to control you in right. every aspect we can, every aspect. That's we right. Can. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, exactly. like little stuff like that. But they take away that, what works. Right. But when I saw that, I'm like, I bet you don't. Nobody knew about this shit. Channel Seven put, posted a little, no. you know, a little post about it, but. They're not going to talk about it, talk about it. They, you know, they they mention it, but stuff like that, man, we, we catch the back end of it because we don't know. We don't tune in. We don't look at the news. We don't care about none of that. There's people right now, if they could hear the conversation we having right right now, they had put the blunt down for a minute or put the drink down. they like, damn, man, they saying some shit. Bro, we've been saying this. Exactly. Man. And when I think about like Noble Jirali and, 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 and Elijah Muhammad and Marcus Garvey, they was talking this same shit in the nineteen hundreds, bruh. That's why I'm tripping. Exactly. Like, you're talking about over a hundred years. And then I've I've been riding to yeah. Martin Luther Martin Luther King's uh one of his speeches. I put him over uh I put him over some jazz beats. So I'm listening, he like one hundred years and we still not free. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Martin Luther King yeah. died the year I was born, and I'm about to be 51. I'm like, yeah. 100 years, that was then. So it's 150 years, and man, still not free. I'm like, yeah. damn. Yeah. And they don't see it. If they give you a little street money or give you a little dollar, these people think they're doing it, man. What are you doing for your people, man? You know what I'm saying? Nobody thinks like that no more. When we grew up, everybody, you got to think in our neighborhood. There was a little bit of everybody, truck drivers, teachers, everything. The hood has got so messed up now, everybody moves out. You know what I'm saying? Because there's nothing there anymore. And then when they took industry away, industry killed the people. So now you've got to figure out what to do. There's a lot of stuff to do, but they don't know what to do, and we have to direct them to that. Yep. And that's what it goes back to the leadership, man. It's like who will lead the people if – because the only thing that they know or anything that they knew was to go to the church. And the, and if you go to church, and I'm not knocking no church, please don't. If y'all listening, 
please don't hit me up talking about church, man. I, I was a dedicated uh, church-going person for 40 years, 40 years, bro. And on my 40-year of my baptism anniversary, dude, I went down and, and did it. I, I wept so bad and I was like, why am I crying? Like, what is going on? And it was just so overwhelming. And I'm like, damn, what the hell is going on? So I just was asking. I was asking God, I'm like, man, direct me. Show me where my path needs to go. So my path started going over here. My path started going over here. My blessings started just falling in my lap. I'm like, man, you mean to tell me mm-hmm. 40 years, it was like me coming out of Egypt, bro. Mm-hmm. And that that was some deep for me to sit back and then get exposed to some of the stuff that I'm exposed to now and and just started on this path and it's like damn like I've I've really been walking around here in the days because a lot of this information is new to me so now I'm I'm fired up when you talk about people saying they they like man he got that fire dude I'm fired up and I'm fired up just to know I can change people's lives with paper. The paperwork game is, is is the same game they've been mm-hmm. using, but the fact that I got the keys, bruh, you can start a business. Six months from now, I could have your business getting hundred, two hundred thousand dollar loans because we've always started business with with our own money. It's never meant to be like that. That was our problem. We would take our credit, go in the bank, and say, "We want a business loan." They like, well, you got collateral. How long you been in business? Do you do a million dollars in in business a year? It's like that run makes us run from the bank. But because we don't understand yeah. how to establish business credit. When I found out that and I, I went to these seminars, I'm like, you mean to tell me it's just a matter of establishing your your information, becoming credible and and getting a net thirty account, a net sixty account, and then there's a start, you know, building your paydex score which is a score that's not has nothing to do with your social. So I'm telling people you can get business credit even if you got horrible personal credit. When I show right. people this and then one of my cats, he bought three three dump trucks. He jumping. He like, man, I can't believe I bought this with my business credit and it's, it has nothing to do with my... I said, bro, your business is standing on its own credit now. That's how Walmart got started. Mm-hmm. I did the story on that. Everything that they buy in Walmart is on credit. They don't spend you know no what? bread. L- listen, um, it's, I'm so thankful that, and I know nothing happens as a coincidence. I'm so thankful that you invited us on the show and that you're touching on the subject because I just here recently, you know, had my business, my LLC established, got registered here in the state. Um, transient license, the ENI numbers, all that. But and then I was on the phone with my business attorney today, and never once was a net thirty account mentioned. I'm like, what do I do now? I've already begun. I'm putting my own personal money into everything I do because after all, it's my business. So even when I was on the website and ordering, I'm seeing these things, but I I've never I've never heard of that, you know. And but I, so I'm thankful to hear this now. So someone who is in my position, who is, you know, taking a step, you know, then I would come to you and then you would say, okay, this is what you need to do next. Is that what Absolutely. you're saying? Absolutely. That's okay. what I do. See, when people come to me and they have no idea how to get started, I walk them from A to Z. Now that you got some things already in, in position, a net 30 account, I'm going to give you a, a basic synopsis of a net 30. Okay, Diddy, we, we, we just bought a club. 
when you buy a club and you mm-hmm. establish a liquor license, what do we need to run our club? Liquor, right? Mm-hmm. So, what do we do? We call the damn state and say, look, I need 100 bottles of uh, uh, Hennessy, uh, 50 bottles of Moet. This by- they will bring you all the liquor you need on a net 30, a net 60, or a net 90 account. So when the liquor man and the beer man, Budweiser and all them, bringing all them bottles of, of liquor in there, they don't pay for that right now. They they deliver it to them, and then they got six, 30, 60, or 90 days to pay that bill. That's how you do business. It's, wow. it's no different than anything else. So say, for instance, we want to start a t-shirt company. I got mad t-shirt companies that we can get. You can get a 1,000 t-shirts on the net 30, net 60 account. So instead of you going in your pocket, spending the money on having those shirts and, and you know, if people buy them, you good. If they don't, you got to eat that. No, that ain't how you do business. You establish your business credit, get a net 30 or a net 60 with them, print a thousand shirts without your money. And then within the 60 days or 90 days, if you sold enough shirts, you can pay that bill. That's the way you do business, right. bro. And once you get five payment experiences, with your net 30, then you move up and you will get these department store uh, accounts to where you can get an account with like a Office Max, Amazon, and then you make five payments with those. Once you get five payments with those, then you can get the American Express to chase it. That's how you do it. It's a, it's a process right. and it takes about six months. Once you establish your credit with your business and it hits your, your paydex store hits, all it is is a matter of you buying something paying it before that 30 days or that 60 days or that 90 days, as long as you right. pay it on time or early, right. you, your right. score jump up. And your business credit score is from 0 to 100. Mine's is 99. And Ooh. and I didn't do I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing dramatic. I just ordered some stuff for my business, paid it off you know, before or on the due date. As long as your payments is on time, they don't give a damn. That's what business is. So right. if you get a, if you get an 80 or higher business credit score, you can walk in any place and get a business. You can go to Sam's. I went to Sam's before myself was 99. I went to Sam's like, I want to open up a business account. It's like, okay, let me, uh, let me uh, fill out an application. Now, I intentionally didn't put my social on there because they have a thing called PG. That means you're a personal guarantor of the loan or the credit. So if your business don't pay it, then we coming after you for it. Don't put your social on those applications. Right. Make them run your EIN number. And if they run your EIN number and you have credit established, you get the credit. Right. Okay. So, okay. Long story short, I went there, filled out the application. It was like, congratulations, Divine Wealth Principles. You've been approved for $20,000. I'm like, well, damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. now, it's a lot of stuff you can get at Sam's. Food, uh, you know, stuff. They got stuff right. you can build. Yo, the, the roofs, all kinds of shit. Tires for your car. So I'm like, okay, that's 20 bands. Cool. Now let me go over here and holler at Amazon and see what Amazon give me. Amazon, same thing. Kick you out. So now you know you can order everything on Amazon. Anything. Wow. Right. Right. So right. now you're talking forty, fifty thousand dollars worth of other people's money that you got for your business. So even if you default on it, right. I'm not suggesting you do, but if you came into a hard, you know, your business ain't really doing you're good. still covered on business still covered. You, yeah. still, you still making your, your personal credit is not affected. Your your bank account ain't right. getting swallowed. So that's why I'm like, bro, yeah, this if is these business. people were 
Man, if people just take the time and learn these fundamentals, these basic wealth principles, we'll never be in no no situation where we broke. We we can start a, a business. A bill might cost two million. Let's get it. Between me and nine yeah. other people, we can get some credit cards with exactly. with a hundred thousand on them, and then we can go get that building on credit. And but the, see, the thing yeah. is, if we go in there and pay cash for the building. Guess what we get? We get the deed to the building. We own the building, but we still got to pay these credit cards off. But who gives a shit? We got a building, a deed. Then right. guess what? We, we own we this building, right, and the deed. We can take that deed and use it for what? Collateral to get another one. And then we got 10 buildings. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, look. Definitely. We definitely going to have to reach back out to each other, man. I ain't gonna try and keep y'all. Definitely. I got about twenty minutes left on this show. Enjoy it. Q and A's, man. But uh, hey, the energy is there, and that's all I need. Hey, uh, Stone Black, enjoy being have here. Another little conversation yeah. outside of this platform. Anything you need, baby, I got you. I want to see you win. Same Thank with you, you, Daddy Man. Thank you. So, likewise, make sure y'all wow. we gotta make get sure y'all download. Zoom. Make sure y'all download that Zoom. Make sure y'all go check out Dare Grace too. And I'm going to get back with y'all. I'm going to see y'all this weekend somewhere. I got to go to Atlanta Saturday, but I'm going to be out there Friday somewhere. (laughs) I'll bump and see you Friday at the arena. Shouts out to Carl and everybody in the AC in the arena as well, man. (laughs) Grown folks doing it on Friday. Hey, we want to plug it again. We want to plug it again. Stone Black City Box Show every Tuesday. 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Check us out. Log in. Facebook. Log in and make sure y'all, hey, if y'all don't pop in there before a few minutes, they're going to grab you because the energy and the chemistry is there. So y'all log in, check them out. You might want to, like, I ain't feeling that. And then something just going to keep you looking. And then next thing you know, you engage. <laughs> That's how infectious shows are, man. So, again, I appreciate y'all for giving me some time, man. We Peace, appreciate love. you, man. We very much appreciate you. Thank y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. Anytime, man. All right, Thank you too, man. Thank you. Peace. All right, all right, all right. Once again, man, I appreciate my man Diddy and my and my girl. She go back like we go back like four four flats on the Cadillac. Go back. Yeah, she an artist too. So y'all be looking out for the music, man. Stone Black Diddy Bop Show. Yeah. Okay, we getting close to that that hour, man. I got about maybe 15 minutes left on the show. Uh, had a couple of things I wanted to plug. Uh, make sure, give me a second. Let me. I gotta plug my my cousin's video uh, DVD release. Some of y'all familiar? Just com- just you know, kind of local. He ain't local no more. They used to call him the best kept secret, but the secret is out, y'all. Lil Cousin movie came out, did some numbers, and now his his official DVD release party is going to be in May. So we got to plug that. It's a lot of stuff going on. His film got uh, nominated to be played at the New York... Is it the New York Film Festival? Something like that. I'm going to get the details in a minute. Bear with me. Bear with me. Okay. So... Let me give y'all all the details on the Got My Hustle Up DVD premiere and everything that's going to be entailed with that. He 
he has a, a the DVD release party is gonna be at the arena, and he got some uh, some special guests gonna be there. Some of y'all might know them. We got the girl Bambi, you know Scrappy's baby mama from Love and Hip Hop. She's gonna be there hosting, as well as the Double Dose Twins. So that is gonna be on May the 18th. It's a Saturday. Let me make sure that I date because somebody said that the 18th was on Sunday. So I want to make sure I'm giving you correct information because that's what I do. Got to make sure we official, y'all. We can't be going for the okie doke. We got to give you the real. So May the 18th, that's correct. It's on a Saturday. So May the 18th at the arena, the Double Dose Twins and the girl Bambi from Love and Hip Hop, they're going to be hosting the DVD release party. Come check it out. Tickets on sale right now, 14K. Um, let me see. He also has something going on in New York in May as well. Um, I'm going to get the details on that later. But mark the date, May the 18th. Y'all come out and celebrate in big numbers. I've seen a lot of y'all at the movie premieres. He Now, I don't know about y'all, but a, a local cat from the city... To be able to bring my man Gravy to town, which is the guy that played Biggie in the Notorious Big movie. He had Michael Blackson in the movie. He had uh, man, it was it was a, a all star cast for a movie that was done. The whole movie was shot here in Dayton. It's important that y'all understand that he intentionally said we shooting the movie in my city. Brought down Detroit. You know my man? <laughs> he brought down New York. He brought down California. He brought down Philadelphia with my man Michael Blackson. They came to the city to rock with, with your boy. And his and his his trailer won an award out in Hollywood. He he's been doing a lot, man, and I just need y'all to show up and show out like you've been. The support for the movie was phenomenal. Um, I think they're going to probably show They may show the uh, the DVD At the release party But if you didn't see the movie man Make sure you check it out My man Virgil is all up in there Rest in peace radio And uh, shouts out to Black man Ain't God Black And uh, Free the Hood Hog from DVH man They have a song It's called Do the Verge And boy I tell you when they shoot that video this spring We're trying to get that corner dedicated to birds, man. So if they get that popping, trying to talk to the city and the, and the mayor and everything, if they can get that popping for Virgil, man, that's going to be a win for us because everybody know, I don't care if your day was going horrible. When you drove past Broadway and third, man, you seen birds doing his dance. Hey, it just lifts your spirit. So shouts out to Jason DBKS, man. Y'all can check him out on Facebook, Instagram. You see, a lot of the uh, promo that he got going on, but uh, yeah, Cuz made me proud, man. It, it's just getting deeper because he's got a couple of movies on the table, and he's got a bright future, man. Just to see him come from a little little rapper and and, and and you know out here hustling and in the club selling everything to be able to just to get his mixtape budget together. That drive and that hustle and that determination is what we need to get back at, man. So. Try your best to support anything positive that that we out here doing. Like he took all of these people from the city, man, 
and got them on a movie. Some of them never acted before, but they did a hell of a job. And shout out to my man Peso. I'm gonna show you how how significant uh, this whole movement is. Now Peso is the guy who shot and directed the movie. Now, what what that means? It's a movie that's coming out called Little. Guess who's one of the people that's shooting the movie? Peso. Now connect the dots. The movie. Little has your girl Issa in it. She's one of the uh, producers, I believe. The directors or the executive producers. So you got Issa in there. You got um, I mean, it's an all-star cast. This ain't no low-budget film. And you can go on my boy Peso Moolah's page. He got plenty of uh, footage out there when he was you know, out there with the stars shooting the movie, doing the whole nine. Just networking. So the fact that he did a movie for Jason and now he on the set just just blowing up. We have a lot of talented people here in Dayton, man. Ohio in general. And the fact that, you know, a lot of us don't leave here to to get that shine is crazy, but Jason did it without leaving, man. That's I mean he left. Don't get me wrong. He had to go out and get them people and bring them here, but he brought them back to the crib. So that's what the magic is about the whole movie. Got my hustle up, man. And when you see it, you're going to be absolutely blown away. But Peso, he down in Atlanta doing his thing. Trendset was his his company that he started, you know, when he was young. But to be on the set, man, doing it up big. Hollywood is about to really feel him. I mean, he he's he's he, he chilling with your girl Regina, Issa, and the uh, the young girl uh, just the star of the uh, the movie. Make sure you check it out, man. And the young lady just to star of this movie, she got a big budget deal to do some movies. So it's our time, man. The energy and the vibes is back. We just have to stake, take our stake, and claim what's ours. We can't sit back and just watch everything go by or be looking for a handout. We have to be on the SOS format. And the SOS format for us is we have to save ourselves. The Savior is in you. We are the Saviors, man. If y'all understand or understand that, you need to understand that the God in you is the Savior. We do need some some direction now. Don't get me wrong. And there's plenty of people out here directing you. Because the God in us operates in all of us in some form of capacity so if you got your ears clean you got your your nose clean you got your eyes clean you can see you can hear you can you can feel the vibes you will get the energy you know your father's voice just take you gotta listen sometimes you gotta be quiet and be still just listen it's an inner voice trying to talk to you man it's amazing how we always say it's a cliche and be like, man, I was gonna do this, but something said I shouldn't go do this or I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't do this. They wanted me to go, you know, ride with them on this this this, this mission or whatever. But something said something is is the Holy Spirit. Something is your father telling you what you know. Your lower self tries to pull you down, but your higher self, you gotta you gotta go high. 
and it's it's a deeper meaning to that whole go going high thing. And um, I wanted to get some of y'all questions in. I see a lot of y'all got your hands up in the chat room. I'm going to get back with y'all, man. If you got some questions, go ahead and put them in the in the in the chat box. That way, I'll be able to answer those questions offline, or I will definitely make sure I get your answers uh, to your questions. Uh, on the show Saturday So make sure y'all tune in Saturday at 1pm Standard time man Cause I'm gonna come up with the topic Based off of what we did today And depending on uh, The energy That I'm getting down in the, in the A Cause I'm gonna be in the line, Live in the A And the show's gonna go down Down, the, down there to attend And I wanna check on some of my family So shout out to my man J-Bo Rainbow Shout out to Jazz, Jermaine. I'm coming. <laughs> so y'all be safe, man. Uh, I don't want to keep up too much more of y'all time. We're going to... Uh, I really wanted to pull up my boy. Since I bought him up. My man, Verge. Uh, and Miss Stone Black. I need some music. Because it would have been dope. I could have played one of your tracks while you was on here and you know we could have gave some info on how to uh, get some of your music or get them ready for it when it drops so um, let me see we was talking about getting some money a couple times I still rock my man GTC and a few other things but let me see Well, I wanted to play one of the local songs, man. I started to play one of Jason's tracks, but we just gonna go out the way we came in today, man. And uh, once again, man, peace to the guys, peace to everybody that came in and checked out the uh, the show today. Special shouts out to my man Nas checking in from the A. He had some good points he brought to the table, and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, meeting that brother. And you know, bouncing some ideas off of him, and 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 see if we can stretch that that Atlanta Ohio connection and grip it a little tighter, so we can do some commerce together and 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 work on these reparations, man. I know we got a little off topic, but not really because the reparation portion of the show he covered a lot of details that I probably wasn't gonna touch on, but I'm glad he did because I don't want to dumb our conversations down because I think. It might be too much for y'all. And the energy that went forth and got that brother, he said he seen the title. I don't know that brother, but I know him now. He seen the title. He wanted to weigh in. And that's what this is about, man, reaching out, putting it in the universe. And and like I said, we know our father's voice, man. So, hey, whether it's a a title, whether it's a, a Facebook post, an Instagram post, however we got you here today, we appreciate you. And the energy and the dialogue that we're going to continue to have with one another is going to be in a divine appointment. These are divine appointments. And I'm not saying that because that's my name. It's my spiritual name. Uh, but, hey, a divine appointment is a divine appointment. And it is what it is. So, like I said, we're going to go in the way, go out the way we came in. What's the difference? L to the C, Chan the Rapper. Y'all be good, man. What's the difference between 
difference between me and you? You, you. Uh. What's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Cause most opinions are different and let me be more specific before you answer that in your head, let this marinate. Saying you real but love jacking people for bricks and chips and then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it and you in the same business that you got yourself in and that's like a pure jealousy and hate cause you love to do it but think nobody else will. That's why I installed it in my head to do the things that I feel. That's more important to getting a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long. If it feels you would get lost. And I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like the office. Cause nowadays it's rarely seen from TMC to do that quite often. So I sit back, enjoy life for every day that I breathe. And do this music till it's time for me to leave. You know, you talk about film flashy, flashy, right? And I talk about what I feel. Let's